You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. You Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And of course, happy Valentine's Day. I wanted to take a moment to extend to you some love and joy on this day. Whether you're in a relationship or not, this season is a beautiful reminder of the boundless love that surrounds us each day. To those of you who are in relationships, may this Valentine's Day be filled with sweet moments of connection and affection with your loved ones. May you cherish the precious bounds you share and find joy in the simple pleasure of togetherness. Remember that love is not just about grand gestures, but also about the everyday moments of laughter, support, and understanding. And to those who may find yourselves solo this Valentine's Day, know that you are not alone. You are deeply loved and cherished by your friends, your family, but most importantly, by the one who created you. Take this time to pamper yourself, indulge in self-care, and revel in the beauty of your own company. You are complete and whole just as you are, and your worth is not defined by your relationship status. So whether you're spending Valentine's Day with a special someone, your family, your girls, or simply enjoying some quiet solitude, I want you to know that you are loved beyond measure. May this Valentine's Day fill your heart with love, joy, and gratitude for the blessings that surround you. Now, let's get into this week's episode of the podcast. Today, we're diving into a topic that is close to every woman's heart. We are talking about self-love and kindness towards ourselves, okay? And I know as women, we are juggling numerous rules, but it is crucial to understand the biblical foundation of self-love and its significance in our lives. And it was really important for me to cover this topic because I find as as life goes on, as life be life thing they say these days, we forget to take care of ourselves, to show ourselves love, to be kind to ourselves, to give ourselves grace, to be compassionate towards ourselves. I know day by day with everything that we're juggling as women, as moms, as wives, as sisters, as aunts, as employees, as the head of your youth ministry, whatever you got going on, there is a lot of pouring out happening on a daily basis, but not enough pouring in. And yes, we can fill our cups in different ways, but I want us to make sure that From this day forward, we are showing ourselves the same grace, compassion, love that God is showing us, but also that we 
tend to extend to other people. It's important for us to extend these things to ourselves. And, you know, throughout scriptures, we encounter different passages that emphasize the importance of self-care and compassion, reflecting God's love for us and his desire for our well-being. And sometimes we don't think that that area is important, but God wants you to take care of you too, okay? And that is very, very important. You can't show up as your best selves until you start taking care of you. In Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine, Jesus instructs us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Now, how can we possibly love our neighbor properly if we don't love ourselves properly? I know when we hear that scripture, we think about, you know, treating other people well, but we don't really focus on how we treat ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, how we criticize ourselves, how we love ourselves or the lack of love that we give ourselves, how we may be forgiving or not forgiving to ourselves. And those are areas that we need to work on. This commandment, love your neighbor as you love yourself, underscores the biblical mandate to cultivate a healthy sense of self-worth that is rooted in God's love. Self-love begins by recognizing our worth as beloved children of God. Psalms 139.14 beautifully reminds us, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that well. That is a scripture that I really love. That's a scripture that I like to stick up. Um, I know I talked about this on a previous episode about saying affirmations and you turning your scriptures into scripture-based affirmations. This is one that I have on a sticky note on a mirror, okay? I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. So if God God's work is wonderful. That means we are wonderful, right? And we know that his work is wonderful. So don't get caught up in what society says about who you are or who you should be or who you should strive to be. Instead, work on recognizing and reverencing the beauty in which God has created you. With all your quirks, with all the things that you know may may your make you uncomfortable, or you're not confident in, God gave you those things. His works are wonderful. You are wonderful. Okay, every curve on your body, every freckle on your face, all right, every shape, size, every height, every hair length, every hair texture, God made you fearfully and wonderfully made. You are beautiful and it's time to let go of the negativity and really look at yourself. Stop and look in the mirror and say, God made me and he made me beautiful because God does not make mistakes. So instead of critiquing myself, and I know as a woman, you give us a mirror and we can find five things that are wrong with us immediately that we don't like on our bodies. But God says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So 
every curve, every inch of your body. I want you to stop and look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God does not make any mistakes. So how he created me, how he designed me was specific and with purpose and it is beautiful. When we embrace this truth, we acknowledge the divine craftsmanship that went into creating us, instilling a deep sense of appreciation of ourselves and our unique identities. Listen, right? God did not just throw you together. He took time with you. The Bible tells us that he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. He formed you. He created you. He put you together. He sowed purpose in you. He knew your beginning and your end, right? Before you even came about. So he spent time on you. So I want you to, in this season and moving forward, work on showing yourself love, extending yourself compassion, giving yourself grace. Because grace is a gift. And as we go about life and as we go into our new seasons, we have to give ourselves grace. As we transition from different areas, whether it's you go from single to dating, dating to married, married to to um having children, becoming a mother. Every season needs grace, all right? From one season to another at work, getting a promotion, each season needs grace. And you have to be kind to yourself. You have to start being your your best cheerleader. Cheering yourself on, extending grace when needed, When you don't have everything together, understanding that it is okay. Tomorrow is a new day and you can start again, afresh, (laughs) anew. But definitely giving yourself grace and start speaking those kind words to yourself. Say Say to yourself, you know, is the way that I describe myself, is it, is the way that my self-talk going, is that the way that I would speak to somebody else? Is that a way, the way that I'd speak to my best friend? Is that that the way I'd speak to my sister? And if it's not, then we need to do some self-correcting. We need to change the way we're speaking to ourselves. Now, I want us to explore practical ways to cultivate self-love and kindness in our everyday lives. So first thing, we're going to extend compassion to ourselves. Now, compassion is defined as the deep awareness of and sympathy for the suffering of others accompanied by a desire to alleviate their pain or distress. It involves showing kindness, empathy, and understanding towards those who are experiencing difficulties or hardships. Compassion often motivates acts of generosity, service, and support, reflecting a genuine concern for the well-being of others. 
It is rooted in love and fosters a sense of connection and solidarity with our fellow human beings. So just as God shows compassion towards us, we must extend the same great grace and compassion to ourselves. When faced with setbacks or challenges, Remember Lamentations 3, 22 to 23, which says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Allow yourself to receive God's mercy as anew every day. Embrace forgiveness and let go of self-condemnation. Showing ourselves compassion involves treating ourselves with the same kindness, understanding, and empathy that we would extend to others who are experiencing suffering or hardship. So the same way you would treat somebody else who's having a down day, who is experiencing some experiencing some sort of struggles, who may be feeling like they're overwhelmed with everything that's going on in life. The same kind words that you speak to them, the same love that you show them, the same kindness that you give them, those are what you have to give yourself when you find yourself in those situations. You cannot reserve compassion for other people. You have to be equally compassionate to yourself. Remember, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You cannot be fully compassionate to other people until you learn how to be that way with yourself. So be compassionate with yourself. Think about ways in which you can, you know, practice compassion with yourself, whether it's how you show, um, do self-care how you speak kindly, how you set boundaries, how you practice mindfulness or seek support when you need it, but find different ways that you can show compassion to yourself. Another way that we can be kind to ourselves and show ourselves self-love is to nurture our mind, body, and spirit. This is an important one. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So we have to do things that honor our temple, right? Whether it's regular exercise, nourishing our body with wholesome foods, dedicating time to prayer and meditation, even fasting. By caring for ourselves holistically, we honor God dwelling within us and strengthen our capacity to fulfill his purpose for our lives. Listen, we have to take care of ourselves in all ways, in all things. We have to take care of, take care of ourselves and you making sure that you are healthy, healthy physically, healthy spiritually, healthy mentally is so important. It is one of the best ways to be kind to yourself, to show yourself self-love, for you to show up as your best self, taking care of yourself in these three areas are important. And, you know, we talked about the prayer and the worshiping and spending time with God. And we talk about exercising and eating wholesome food. 
But mentally, let's just pause here. Mentally, we need to take checks. We need to do things to make sure that we are mentally okay. On this side of podcast world, on this side of the kingdom, we believe in prayer, right? But we also believe in therapy and therapist. So if you feel like, and it's honestly my opinion that everybody needs therapy, whether you feel like your life is going 100% okay, or you feel like everything is overwhelming you, or you land somewhere in the middle, I fully and honestly believe that everybody needs therapy. And there are different ways in this day and age that you can get therapy, all right? It's not just, for me, it's not just about let me pray this problem away or let me pray these thoughts away. God has given and anointed people to be therapists, right? That is their skill set. That is how they help the kingdom. So see yourself a therapist if you if you need to. Even if you don't think you need to, see yourself a therapist just so that you can mentally check in, that you can make sure that your mental state is doing well. If you're struggling with the negative thoughts that we have been talking about, the limiting beliefs that we have been talking about, and you don't feel like you can do it on your own, seek out a therapist. In 2024, it's not about you even having to leave your house to speak to a therapist. This is why I love technology. You can go online, you can go to things like BetterHelp and other other websites where you can be connected with a therapist with the right credentials online and you guys can chat it up over a Zoom meeting, right? They have Zoom meetings where you can talk to therapists. They have ways of texting where you can talk to a therapist through text if that's even better for you. But talk to somebody. Make that one of your goals, one of the things you want to do for 2024. Get yourself a therapist, okay? To help you make sure that you're taking care of mind, body, and spirit. Now, The last thing I want you to do is practice gratitude. Now we talk about affirmations quite often on this podcast and making sure that we are speaking the right things over ourselves, but I want you to cultivate a spirit of gratitude by acknowledging God's blessings in your life, both big and small. The best way that I can suggest to do this is keep a gratitude journal, right? It doesn't have to be anything um, spectacular, you know, you don't need to go out and buy a special gratitude journal, but if that's what you want to do, I'm all for it. But you can open the notes app in your phone and every day, as soon as you wake up or right before you go to sleep, you can write down three things that you're grateful for and celebrate those things, how you are grateful for those things and God has blessed you with those things. Let me tell you, when we write down the things that we are grateful for, the blessings that we have been uh, that we have received, it is always a way to encourage ourselves. We are happy in that moment when we're remembering the things we're grateful for. We're remembering the blessings, and even when 
we may feel down, we may have a bad day. When you go back and you look at your gratitude journal and you look at all the things that you have to be grateful for and you look at all the things that God has brought you through and you look at all the things that God has blessed you with, it will pull you up and out of any slump that you're feeling. Keep a gratitude journal. Ephesians, I'm sorry, not Ephesians, Philippians 4, 8 encourages us to focus on whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. So start each day by expressing gratitude for God's goodness and speaking affirmations that affirm your identity as a cherished daughter of our Lord. Finally, before we go, I want to explore the transformative power of grace, okay? Showing ourselves grace. Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 reminds us that for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Grace is God's unmerited favor bestowed upon us, offering forgiveness, redemption, and an invitation to begin anew. We are called to show ourselves grace. We need to recognize that we are imperfect beings in need of God's continual mercy. Romans 3, 23 to 24 assures us that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. When we embrace God's grace, we release the burden of perfectionism and embrace our identity as God's daughters worthy of love and acceptance. So we must strive to show ourselves grace every day as we go through our seasons, as we go through life and life's challenges, as we go through the changes that also come with, with life. Show yourselves grace. So Purpose Chasers, I encourage you to reflect on all that we have talked about today. Embrace the journey of self-love, of being kind to yourself. Know that it is not selfish for you to do these things, but in fact, it is essential for fulfilling God's purpose in your life. May you walk in grace. May you extend yourself compassion. May you show yourself love every day, every day as we go forward. Now, before we leave, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you in humble adoration, grateful for the opportunity to gather in your presence and delve into the depths of your word. Thank you for the profound truth revealed to us today that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in your image, cherished beyond measure as your beloved children. 
As we reflect on the importance of self-love and kindness towards ourselves, may your word take root in our hearts, transforming our minds and renewing our spirits. Help us to extend compassion to ourselves, just as you have shown boundless compassion towards us. Remind us of your promises in Lamentations 3.22-23, that your mercies are new every morning and your faithfulness is great. Grant us the wisdom and strength to nurture our minds, bodies, and spirits, honoring the temples you have entrusted to us. May we prioritize self-care practices that honor your presence within us, knowing that we are called to glorify you in all that we do. As we cultivate an attitude of gratitude and affirmation, may our words and thoughts align with the truth of your word. Help us to focus on whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. May our hearts overflow with gratitude for your abundant blessings and your affirmations of our identities as your cherished daughter. Father, we also recognize the power of grace, both the grace we receive from you and the grace we extend ourselves. Remind us that the truth declared in Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, that we are saved by grace through faith. May we embrace your grace with open heart, releasing the burden of perfectionism and embracing our identity as forgiven and redeemed children of God. As we journey forward, may your Holy Spirit guide and empower us to put into practice what we have learned today. Help us to persevere in the pursuit of self-love and kindness, knowing that you are with us every step of the way. Strengthen us to extend compassion to ourselves and others and help us to foster a culture of acceptance and love. We commit ourselves into your loving hands and trust in your unfailing love and faithfulness. We thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Pray, Plan, Sleep podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you soon.